Hi, my name is John Garfield. This is the uh, Releasing Kings newsletter. Uh, this video appears in a blog. It's a sister on releasingkings.com. If you go to the blogs, you'll see it on this date. Today is uh, June 15th. I'm talking about uh, going from Sinai to uh, Jesus to the mountain. <laughs> I mean, and just as a side note, I'm having a lot of fun. It's almost like the Lord has me under house arrest where I'm uh, just uh, seeking him, you know, you know, going in courts and councils and, uh, and then trying to sort of leave a, a trail so others can follow. And one of the things I've noticed is not everybody wants to follow. <laughs> and that was true in my case, too. I uh, really looked at this kind of mystical stuff with a jaundiced eye. Uh, as an engineer and raised on a ranch in Montana. So for God to get through to me means uh, he's uh, making some headway. So there's this huge kingdom invitation in this season for God's people to appear before the Lord in heaven. And we've been discussing it in uh, four or five newsletters now. Uh, I've listed them in the uh, blog. But we're actually going to take that series of newsletters and, and like 35 of my own uh, experiences and put them in uh, a Kindle format is what I hope to do. I got to go through some reviews and stuff ahead of time, but that's the vision. So if you're interested, I can uh, put you on the team of people to uh, review it ahead of time. So this resistance and hesitancy, which I have seen in my own life, some say it's a level of mysticism, that it's not uh, healthy or biblical. Others say it's a special gift and I don't have it. And others' uh, hearts expect their fivefold minister to do it for them. In other words, we have a priesthood that does all that priestly stuff instead of us doing it. So I just asked the Lord, Father, why the resistance? To... It's an invitation to your throne room, to where you dwell and... Uh, to your courts and councils, and we should be excited about that. <laughs> so how come we're not? And uh, the first answer was, uh, well, it's scary. Sinai was covered with a dark cloud, and it smoked and quaked with darkness, gloom, and the whirlwind. And uh, the ear-piercing sound of a trumpet capped it all off. And Israel just said to Moses, why don't you go up on our behalf? And uh, so that priesthood idea of putting a man between us and God is alive and well in the fivefold ministry today. Leaders are necessary and available until, don't miss that word in Ephesians 4, uh, 12 and 13, there, there are gifts that we have until we grow up. And then we're supposed to appear before God ourselves. No one else can do it for us. So in Hebrews 12, 18 says, For you have not come to a mountain that cannot be touched with uh, cannot be touched, and to a blazing fire, and to darkness and gloom and a whirlwind, and the blast of a trumpet, and the sound of words, which was such that those who heard begged that no further word be spoken to them. <laughs> God speaks, and Israel begs, don't say anything. Um, so for they could not bear the command, even if a beast touches the mountain, it will be stoned. And so terrible was the sight that Moses said, I am full of fear and trembling. It was scary, okay? That, and that's still true. This idea of entering into the presence of God or ascending into heaven and binding and loosing is scary, okay? Except that it's not scary. So <laughs> I, I picture heaven like a ballroom, like the size of a stadium, and you can hear the music and the party going on well before you get there. 
And when the double doors open and the light washes over us at the entrance, and uh, as we enter, we're swept into the dancing and the music and the party. And it's wonderful uh, to imagine experiencing uh, Hebrews 12, 22 to 25. I'll read it in a second. It's real. And uh, there are eight things that are real in that passage. So I encourage you to take a look at it. The courts and council in heaven have a purpose and functions that are necessary for our kingdom assignment on earth. It's empowering, it's thrilling, it's a party, it's a family, and it's an army at the same time. And uh, you and I belong there. That's basically uh, a very biblical and necessary kingdom idea. So Hebrews 12, 22, But you have come to uh, one, Mount Zion, two, to the city of a living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, three, to myriads of angels, Four, to the general assembly and church of the firstborn who are unrolled in heaven. That sounds like uh, us. To God, the judge of all. Six, to the spirits of righteous men made perfect. Seven, to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant. And eight, to the sprinkled blood, which speaks of a better than the blood of Abel. See to it that you do not refuse him who is speaking. And so I want to suggest that um, we don't lose that last admonition. Don't uh, refuse this offer. <laughs> and so uh, heaven is both inviting and compelling, and watching from the outside isn't an option that really thrills the heart of the go- heart of God. He wants us to be childlike, and the the curtain has been torn for a reason. He wants us to run into the throne room with boldness, and uh, so it is intimidating. I get where we all come from in terms of navigating this space, but uh, I want to encourage you to go. So what's the price tag? The This hesitancy does have a basis. We all know that we we're bought and paid for with a price that uh, Jesus completely covered. And we also know that there's a trade involved. So I'm going to have, a sur- have to surrender my control and my hiddenness to withstand the light he will shine in my heart if I, you know, go to heaven, enter his presence. And he really is going to take me farther and faster than I can go in my own strength. So one aspect of God's nature is that he purifies us in the fire. And the earth is still shaking, but God's people get purified, preserved, and multiplied in the process. So it's not just that, you know, the light's going to shine, everything's going to be shouted from the rooftops, everything's going to be exposed. It's the fact that um, there's this fellowship of suffering and trials and and having to go through things. There's a that's the price tag. God's going to dig deeply in all of our hearts, and I, I just want to encourage you to sign up and say, "Lord, here am I. Send me." Um, so the the fire is what produces the gold, and every time it happens, we have to volunteer to trust Him all over again. So listen to Hebrews twelve twenty five. See to it that you do not free, refuse Him who is speaking. For if those did not escape when they refused him who warned them on earth, much less will we escape who turn away from him who warns from heaven. And his voice shook the earth then, but now he has promised, saying, Yet once more, I'm not only uh, not only the earth, but also the heavens I'm going to shake. And this expression, yet once, once more, denotes the removing of those things which can be shaken as of created things. Um, and those things which cannot be shaken may remain. Therefore, since we receive a kingdom which cannot be shaken, let us show gratitude, thankfulness, (laughs) 
by which we may offer to God an acceptable service with reverence and awe for our God is a consuming fire. So get this. Our God is loving, accepting, gracious, merciful. At the same time, he's shaking everything out of our lives that needs to fall off. He's burning away chaff and uh, he really is a consuming fire. That's why not everybody volunteers to be a seer and enter the heavenly realm. There is a price tag, okay? People know that intuitively. And um, so there's this invitation to trade. Uh, no one, including God, is going to take your existing life away from you or force you to do something. We each decide to make that trade. And here's the incentive. We lay down our own lives in death to pick up a brand new uh, life that is better in every way. So this trade happens many times over in our lifetime. And it's, tr it's traumatic every time. I'm not going to disguise that fact. Salvation is just the first time. <laughs> John 10 verse 17. The reason my father loves me is that I lay down my life only to take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have the authority to lay it down and the authority to take it up. So do you. You have the authority to lay your life down for Jesus and to pick it up on the other side. That's what he's calling you to do. So everybody listens to what's in it for me, W-I-I-F-M. So Peter asked the question we all carry in our hearts. What's in it for me? Why should I do this? And if I make a trade of my life, where, where's it going to lead? If I accept this invitation to heaven's courts and councils, where was, where's that going to lead? And good questions, both. <laughs> Think of it as investing our lives in the kingdom. The return is a hundredfold. That would be 10,000%. I think I will lay down my hesitancy. Got that? <laughs> Put the verse in the blog. Jesus is already on his glorious throne. And he's inviting you and I to be seated with him. That's what Ephesians says. Suggests we already are, in fact. And there is a throne with your name on it. It has a seat at his council right now. You don't have to wait to die to get there. And, and it's not just an intellectual seated in heavenly places. It's somewhere you go. And uh, so don't turn a deaf ear to these gracious words. That's uh, Hebrews 12.25 in the message. Our Father is inviting you to a dance. He's inviting you and I to a dance. It's fun. It's an adventure. And it's a necessary key to the kingdom so that you can see what's already bound what's already loosed and you can bring that back to earth and you can bind what needs to be bound and loose what needs to be loosed on earth it's the key to your uh, mountain to your metron to bear fruit in the kingdom so it's it's not a passing fad it's not just a theological you know dead end it's a, a necessary part of what god is doing in the earth right now and believe me, there's a ton of people that uh, are already hearing this exact same thing. I'm not the only one. I'm not the first one. <laughs> I'm just one of the first engineers that got it through his thick head. <laughs> God bless. Have a great week. Father, in the name of Jesus, I'm granting your people uh, courage to be both hearers and seers and doers. In the mighty name of Jesus, let them see in the Spirit. Let them see what's bound in heaven, what needs to be, what's loosed in heaven and can be loosed on earth. 
that, Father, we can play our role in the kingdom. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. God bless.